I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It wouldn't be a purpose if everybody could do it. We need to get to a point where purpose for us is about accomplishing the mission more than it is about the accolade. Mm. In fact, purpose can sometimes be a lifelong discovery. discovery. Like it's not something that... Is it really purpose if you can't be a follower and not a leader? If people capitalize off your insecurity around your purpose. Hello and welcome to the To My Sisters podcast. I'm Renee. And I'm Courtney and we are your online sisters and hosts of the To My Sisters podcast. Now we are all about promoting the wellness, growth and development of a community of sisters across the world. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking about those fearful to step into their purpose and whether that is something that you can even do okay oh yeah existential but yeah we're going to be talking about purpose and kind of attacking it through three angles which is those Mm. who are fearful to do it those who are procrastinating on doing it and those who actually are not equipped to do it and what that means and Mm -hmm. how to get equipped to pursue purpose so i'm very very interested to talk about this nice and we do have a few housekeeper rules. we do have sisters there are just a few days till we go on this sponsored walk for our tanzania <laughs> trip please if you have not already we do beg of you yes we beg we, beg, we do beg of you we petition you <laughs> all right please do donate <laughs> Please do donate to the Just Giving link in our description and in the show notes if you are listening on any podcast streaming platform to donate to an amazing school which we are volunteering at in Tanzania. A whole group of us girls, if you do not already know, here in the sisterhood are going to Tanzania not only to have a good time but to actually do some impactful work and we cannot do that alone and we don't want to do it alone. And so please, if you can contribute anything, there is no amount too little or too small. As long as you're able to give online please donate whatever you can to this amazing cause okay so all that information is going to be down in the description below and vision 22 challenge is still happening for august get those steps in get walking if you didn't get them there's money up for grabs for you as a prize if you did not know okay so yeah ten thousand steps every day for seven days that's it so you can hang up your walking shoes right and claim your prize if you are picked as the winner okay so yeah that's all the housekeeping rules right now but let's get into the ding 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 hello sisters thank you so much for the wisdom you are both able to share in each episode i hope that i can glean some more from you today i'm 22 and currently about to start my last year in university recently i realized that i like my personal space and alone time a bit too much i grew up being taught to not trust anyone Mm -hmm. even the people closest to me and as a result i have often failed to see the value in meeting people and making more friends i'm suspicious of everyone that approaches me and struggle to stop thinking that they have a hidden agenda to Mm. hurt me many of my friendships are suffering slash ended as a result yet i am terrified of feeling lonely i've often avoided in the past to befriend or approach people because of this and as my university years are approaching an end i am scared of what post uni would look like if i don't change my mind about this Mm. how do i learn to value friendships and the people i am friends with and learn to make friends without feeling a deep mistrust for someone i don't don't know yet thank you this is a great dilemma i love dilemmas that concern um friendship Mm. introversion Mm. breaking out of your shell making new friends um because i resonate deeply insofar as when i especially like going to university it's a really big step and going into environments where you are no longer the big fish you Mm. are now a small fish in a very large pond um and i don't think it's helped by the fact that you know when you have negative experiences with friendships or it's been tainted some way by some of the relationships that you've had it can feel as though everybody is crazy everyone Mm. is out to get you Mm. everybody is like no good 
I think the first thing that you need to start with is processing some of the negative experiences that you've had, because I think sometimes we can be quick to be onto the next one and then it falls apart completely. Mm -hmm. So really sit down and think about, okay, cool. From the negative experiences that I've had so far, Mm -hmm. what has contributed to the negativity? Mm -hmm. How and why has this broken down? Mm -hmm. Because it's not even necessarily just about the fact that you're deeply mistrusting about people, but it may be certain things like, you know, have boundaries broken down, the way that you've actually engaged, like this mistrust that you carry with you, how have you embodied it? Mm -hmm. And how has that been translated to the way that you navigate some of these relationships? Are you closed off when you speak to people? Um, Do you make the effort to really like, engage with people um does it affect the way that your speech comes across even your body language obviously don't hyper analyze but at least give some thought to it and Mm. think about the ways in which that mistrust that you've experienced has actually manifested in the way that you engage with Mm. people and i would say start slowly i know that you can feel oh my gosh you know i'm coming towards the end of uni i've made no friends Mm. don't be too afraid because (laughs) after university there's this thing called life (laughs) there's this thing called life this endless spectrum of this thing called life Mm -hmm. and i promise you as difficult as people say it is to make friends in adulthood Mm -hmm. it's very possible Mm -hmm. you just have to be a bit more intentional Mm -hmm. so don't make friends for the sake of you know fear that you won't be able to have the same opportunity Mm -hmm. but also don't make light of the fact that you have university which is a great bonding experience for meeting people that are like-minded so in terms of like making new friends a good strategy is start little and often and also go for things that you actually genuinely care about Mm. so i don't know if you're into like societies or if there's any things of interest to you Mm. um any points of convergence usually friendships spring up because of shared experiences so if you can cultivate those kind of experiences or if you can you know go to places where it makes it easier for you to cultivate Mm. those experiences with people i would suggest doing that so like pick a society for example that you're interested in go to one of the events speak to one person there right start small um and try and do it little and often Mm. Um, and those are the ways that you can start capitalizing on those smaller engagements Mm. and see how you feel right Mm -hmm. you don't have to socialize every single day of the week Mm. make sure that you actually schedule in some time for that introversion and that working on yourself because um for example like me i would consider myself an extrovert now law i used to think i was an introvert but (laughs) i'm definitely definitely the kind of person that i value having time to just be by myself and i think that's important irrespective of where you lie on the spectrum Mm. of extroversion introversion Mm. so don't forget to honor yourself and actually take the time to be by yourself um interspersed with those engagements with other people um so that's what i would say in terms of like approaching it and thinking about yourself and i'd also Mm. say forgive yourself as well Mm. i think sometimes we can think that oh my goodness because there's this thing that's wrong with me or because of my deep mistrust Mm. and my i've identified that i have a big flaw i can Mm. never have healthy relationships the things that we give life to often don't be surprised when it starts to live Mm. right it's just like it reminds me of like frankenstein right Mm -hmm. Once you give life to a monster, the monster lives. Mm. So don't give life to the monster that's appearing in your life, which is this real sense of like self-deprivation and self-degradation. Not to deny your emotions or anything like that, but I would say stop giving so much life to it and instead invest that life and energy into pursuing those um, friendships and those relationships bit by bit. Mm. So that's what I would say. That's really good advice. That's really good advice. I think similarly, I think you have to... I think when we approach uh, friendships with the fear that like, oh, but people could betray me, people could mistrust me. No one's saying to go out and find the friends you're going to do life with straight away. You know, it's more, things start in phases, right? It's the people, okay, we have common interests. We have good banter. We like the same things. We spend Friday nights together occasionally, uh, but that's it. You know, I'm not going to trust you with my whole life, but as time goes on and we spend more Friday nights together, or, you know, we, we laugh more about certain things and we share more about our stories as the months or the weeks or the years even go by. That's when I start to realize, ah, actually, maybe I can trust you with a bit more. Maybe, I have seen enough of your character. I've seen enough about you and your approach to life to actually know that I want to do more time with you. You know, I feel like you, 
we need we also need to let friendships unfold organically rather than just trying to force sisterhood and closeness out of every single person that we meet because not everyone is made for that not everyone comes into your life for that level of depth but it does start somewhere everyone who became a deep friend most likely started as a shallow friend at some point Mm, so you have to mm, explore mm. the shallow before you enter into the deep and so allow yourself to do the arbitrary things the you know hang just hanging out you know take the pressure off you know let's just hang out um and the more I see that you are trustworthy the more I will trust you with now it comes down to if somebody's bad they're just bad you know you may not even see that they're bad you may not see the patrol coming or you may not see the pain coming but I will I was saying this to somebody today that um as much as we can approach things with the mindset of like ah what if I make friends and then one of my friends hurt me then focus on the other friends that didn't. I mean, it's all about perspective, right? And and seeing the best in people, and sometimes even trying to get context as to why somebody hurt you. And I love what you said about like kind of go back and reflect and see. Okay, like have you experienced betrayal before, mm. or is this something you've just been scared of? Maybe because you've been taught it, you've been you know you've heard it so many times, or you've seen tales of friends that have let their friends down. Right. It may not be something that you have experienced firsthand, but second or even third degree you've seen it and you are scared of it happening to you but it hasn't happened to you Mm. you know and I think if you if you find the system of being a good friend and having discernment about the friends around you at the end of the day any relationship requires risk and that includes friendship um and so I like that you mentioned that at the same time you're scared of being lonely I think your fear of being lonely should be greater than your fear of being betrayed Mm. by the few people who you may encounter in this Mm -hmm. lifetime um and I'm not denying that there may be people with experience out there that like every single person I've met has been traveling maybe you need to move to another part of the country (laughs) maybe you need to move to another maybe your town is too small you gotta go maybe your town is too small and it's time for you to move to another state or Mm. another you know city or whatever um just try and find people who may be a bit better for you um i think there is beauty in changing your environment Mm. in terms of while you're leaving uni without friends you still have your last year left um i guess it's summertime now i don't know when this dilemma was sent in so you may have actually finished uni by now right um, and finished your year at uni that's completely fine like you said you've probably gone back home and now life is happening you can find friends in your colleagues and i know people often say and i do think it's true that making friends in your adulthood is a bit harder than when you were younger yeah but i do think that's just because it requires a bit more intentionality yeah. and no you can no longer rely on convenience and sometimes even university provides you that convenience right because at least I know the common ground we have here is we're both on this course. So we can talk about that. <laughs> but now it's like, ah, we don't even have that anymore. So yeah. going out there and finding out about people's personalities and what people actually enjoy. And also discovering what you enjoy now that you're not a student anymore. Um, and finding yourself in those spaces and in those activities um, may help you to find like-minded people. But regardless, relationships actually require risk. And I think it it requires you to open up your heart. But I think and open up your heart to being friendly to people just um analyzing your approach as a friend are you actually a friendly person Mm. or you know has your i wouldn't even say your introversion but have you has your introversion led to you being antisocial like do you actually struggle to be around people because similarly i'm like i've discovered in the last 12 months that i am the biggest introvert on the planet and i was lying to myself (laughs) i was lying to myself i was in denial um i'm a very big introvert but I, I hope anyway that I'm not an antisocial person like mm. when I am around people and I get to be around people I do appreciate that and then I go back into my space to retreat <laughs> not because I don't like people but because that's where I get my energy and I get my energy so that I can pour out to other people so I think it's important in as seeing your place of introversion and where you go to retreat to be by yourself as a place where you replenish rather than the place where you feel the safest and mm. um, I think that's more so about uh a reflection a, a, a perspective thing right is it you're isolating yourself because that's when you feel safe because you feel like other people are a threat or a danger or are you isolating yourself so that you can gather up the strength and the energy and the exuberance to be able to give to people in a social setting your best self um and if you actually don't like being around people and you don't want people to receive your best self then you actually need to confront the fact that you are anti-social it's mm. not that you are introverted and so i do think it's worth kind of adopting more social habits Um, and that doesn't mean go out all the time it just means that when you are out or when you are in one-to-one situations you kind of 
have picked up communication things you ask people about themselves how are they simple things you, we already know this stuff but sometimes we need to do a, a quick youtube video you know how to honestly, make friends honestly or you know how to talk to people how to gain people's trust like just it's, as much as these things may seem a bit corny and it may be like how do i not so know how necessary. to do these things it's necessary and sometimes you don't know how to do these things because you've been taught don't trust people and don't let people in and so you haven't trained yourself in the ways of being friendly and so kind of explore like how do I be friendly and put yourself out there um and I'm sure you'll you'll actually meet really beautiful people and I think the last thing I'll say is when you close yourself off to everybody because you're scared that a bad person might get in you also stop all the good people from getting in too because mm-hmm. the door is closed and so if you want to experience good people in your life you're gonna have to open the door and yeah one bad apple might roll in but what do we do with bad apples we, we just throw, throw them, them out. out we throw them out <laughs> we just throw them out and then we appreciate the good harvest right and what what has the good that has been able to come in and i can guarantee you there are more good people out there than there are bad now the degree of good questionable always but (laughs) but i think one one thing that i had one philosophy philosophy or like mantra that i adopted which i felt like changed my perspective toward people is assume the best just assume the best in people it doesn't mean trust people with everything but assume the best in people you are not the only good person on the earth Mm. you know um other great people out there and that's how i met this one you know i wasn't expected there and and my other friends before you you didn't even you saw what that was about to become exactly and my other friends you are the I'm screaming but yes yeah, we hope that that was actually helpful um we know that it's easier said than done but honestly if you sent in this dilemma to kind of get our thumbs up to be like go out there and make friends you will never hear anything contrary honestly, to that over here go like ahead. go out there and and make friends and be open yeah. honestly it, it's difficult but open yourself up and I'm sure you have a lot to offer the world as well um, and a lot of people have things to offer you so go and experience that beauty babes go forth and prosper all right but into today's episode talking about purpose and the reason why i wanted to revisit this is because we did an episode on purpose mm-hmm. um very early on i think we did one in season one we did one in season two we haven't done one in season three yet mm-hmm. and the reason why i wanted to revisit it is because i think a lot of people are still struggling with the concept of purpose and i do want to talk about whether we have hyper fixated on it 100 percent. that would even mm. be my first point i think oh goodness me it's funny enough because i was having a uh mini debate with a friend recently on purpose and Mm. this whole idea of purpose and he was trying to tell me that you know everybody has this like they have a purpose Mm. right and sometimes purpose is not as glamorous as people think it is and sometimes for it sounds terrible but some folks is purpose is is to be average Mm, oh wow and yeah yeah whatever you do with your life there's always a purpose behind it even if things turn out very badly it still served a purpose yeah and whilst that is true it kind of was very uh negative first of all i think we often think of purpose (laughs) as something that's quite positive i agree insofar as we have this hyper inflated notion of purpose um because most human beings do not like the idea of simply existing with no reason no right 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 um no no real meaning, like meaning mission. no calling no mission it feels as though life is flavorless it feels like you don't have any direction yeah so it feels like for for many of us purpose is something that gives us direction gives us meaning gives us something to work towards it gives us almost this like idealized vision of something far ahead in the future mm. that can be continually enacted in the present however where things become a bit sticky is a who do we decide uh, sorry who do we um give power to decide what our purpose is mm. And because for many of us, we hand over that responsibility to other people or other factors or other structures or just things around us, we are constantly in this rat race to discover or define our purpose, right? So, sorry. So when you say we hand it over to other people, what to give like an example? Society, for example. Social media, for example. Even like... communities, culture. To tell us what we're purposed for. What we're purposed for. Right. So 
because for many of us, we hand over that responsibility of defining our full purpose to a lot of these institutions or people or um, just the things that we interact with on a Mm. daily basis. It feels like we're constantly in a rat race to redefine our purpose because no human being really wants to live without any kind of like meaning behind their existence. And because we often hand these keys to things that change, Mm. we are always going to be in that cycle of, am I really in my purpose? Mm. Am I really working within my meaning? Am I really doing something that's positive and impactful? And then another thing that I would say towards like the hyperinflation of purpose is this whole idea that our purpose has to be big P purpose. So this whole, we have to impact the thousands of people. We have to do something that's mega and positive change maker yeah. and we always see it, especially on like in the era of social media right it's like you gotta be a change maker you gotta make some impact you've right. gotta leave the world in a better place and everyone has to see you doing right. it right so all of these different things are making people feel as though they're not li- living purposeful lives mm. because the ones that they've seen demonstrated to them on the big screens yeah. in their communities and now online and on social media is big p purpose right. of impacting the thousands being a social impact leader doing the most like radical things that is the standard for purpose when purpose doesn't necessarily need to be big p purpose in the sense of this is the impact that it has um financially or this is the impact that it has um in the thousands in terms of the number of lives touched i think those are the kind of factors that impacts people's sense of purpose and cause a lot of instability and a lot of insecurity so right now we've got literally a generation of people who feel very very insecure because they feel like their purpose or like their meaning or like you know the things that they've set out for themselves in their life the vision that they have for their life Mm. is not matching up to all of these socially hyperinflated mm. big p purposes mm. and the funny thing about that is not everybody can actually have that purpose it wouldn't be a purpose if everybody could do it mm, i think okay. that purpose is something that's very very individual right, as well. right 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 you right. set the parameters of your purpose yeah. there's obviously going to be things that inspire you and give you the tools and give you some kind of like you know um flavor to your purpose your experiences can inform your purpose Mm -hmm. if you have been part of like a group that you want to actually have impact for that might impact your right your purpose you might um have some kind of burden for a particular cause it might be sustainability it might be um wanting to impact a group of people or it might be something that's quote unquote less spectacular Mm. of i actually want to live you know a relatively decent life i want my family to be financially stable and that's it and that's also okay that is also okay i think because of comparison because of society because of all of these optics that are going around a lot of people are confused insecure upset they feel undervalued confused (laughs) confused and then the last thing that i'll say yeah is how capitalism has interacted with Come purpose. Come on and go there. Especially for women. Go on and Especially go there. for women. Because I have seen countless conferences, countless workbooks, countless experiences all around finding your purpose. Yeah. Just finding your yeah. purpose. There, no equipping. No, okay, once you've got your purpose, now this, what? Is, this is what we do. It's <laughs> go through the journey of finding Discover mother. yourself. Discover who you are. That even this whole notion of discovering mm. your purpose, right? People capitalize off your insecurity around your purpose. That's good. People will be look lurking around, waiting for those yeah. that are confused. And your desire for it. And your desire for it. In fact, sometimes I even think the two are linked, right? This big P purpose. Sometimes mm. I think those that perpetrate it the most are using it so they can capitalize off of the folks who and think, that's what they think their purpose think is. That their, their purpose is also that big yeah. P. So it's literally a marketing ploy to get people. <laughs> I sound like a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Bear with me. Let me land this plane. <laughs> I think that it is uh, not a big, uh, what do you call it? A <laughs> MLM scheme. Yeah, literally, when you said it, a marketing player, I was like, multi-level MLM marketing of multi-level marketing. I think that especially for women, especially because for a lot of women and for um, majority of like women's communities, mm. but particularly in the West, right? We've always had our purpose defined by something That's or someone good. else. Yeah. We have always had our purpose undermined by other power structures. We've always had somebody, something else, society telling us who we should be. Right. So of course, when we started to dismantle and question these right. notions, there are wolves who are coming in to now say, 
okay, cool, sis. Now let me help you discover your purpose. Now that you're in this state of confusion, now that you're still kind of like in the limbo between what does being a woman with purpose really look like? Like, how do I even describe that? How do I do this? And how do I do this in a way that's palatable to society Mm. that is still um, allows me to get a man that still allows me to be this boss babe and stuff like that. People are capitalizing off of our instability yeah. in purpose yeah. to push an agenda that will leave you under equipped Ooh. to actually follow your real purpose that's the gag that's the gag because like it's not even once you've discovered your purpose the quote-unquote discover because even this whole notion <laughs> no 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 but even this whole notion nah this Renee whole, you're like this, this is whole bogus notion is, oh, this I'm pulling the <laughs> this because even this whole idea of discovering your purpose it gives this idea that there is a correct way to discover right or there is only one oh there is one way and it's that way to purchase that course yeah let me tell you let me liberate some sisters right now that course that you purchased yeah it's not about that's not going to give you the the purpose that you desire Mm. okay you can't discover your purpose right through this course that you purchased (laughs) i'm screaming you can't discover even this whole notion of like discovering your purpose right like it's, it can't be neatly packaged in this little scheme or neatly packaged in a couple of sessions yeah. with these cool people. And they've been doing some really cool stuff. I promise yeah, yeah, you, they've yeah, been yeah, doing yeah. some amazing stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But finding That's your good. purpose is one thing. But what I actually need more women to do, this is so tangential, I know we've gone down a no, rabbit hole. What I need more women to do is once you've discovered something you care about, you've got to ride it through. There we go. We need the consistency. There we, we go. need to be equipped to ride it through to there the we end. Because there's too much flip-flopping. Yes. There's too much I want to change. Yes. There's too much. I, and of course you can change your career. You can change, you can reinvent yourself. Yes. But purpose, I don't think that we can change our purpose so radically and so drastically as yeah. I've seen so many people so quickly. do so quickly, right? Over the course of a couple of like months or over the course of a couple right. of months. Purpose is really reason for existence. There do you really go. think that you can A, discover your reason there for existence in a short while as well as pursue it and then change it Come in on. an equally short amount of time? Come on. This is a lifelong. In fact, purpose can sometimes be a lifelong discovery. discovery. Like it's not something that... <laughs> purpose is a lifelong discovery purpose reminds me of a sculpture yeah when you start you start with a hunk of rock yeah or some kind of like clay or something like that and it's experiences and it's knowledge that allows you to chip away until you are left with the finished work of art some of us will not fulfill our purpose until we are on the brink of death. And then we'll fully understand what it was all for. Exactly. Yeah. So I need us to actually be less concerned with finding the specific, the minutiae, if you will. Oh my God. <laughs> not the Latin. <laughs> not the Latin. Is that even Latin or it French? Or? Latin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the Latin. I need us to be less concerned about finding this perfect details and perfect plans of our purpose and actually work on equipping ourselves I need more of us to do. And that's why I wanted to do this episode because I think there's a lot about the discovery Mm. and there's not enough about, like you said, what happens on the other side. Now that I've come to a realization of, okay, this is actually, because let's let's substitute other words. This is something I'm passionate about. Mm. This is something that I actually desire Mm -hmm. to see. Mm -hmm. This is a cause that I care about, right? Even if you call those things purpose, Mm. but what do you do about Mm -hmm. that, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I just loved everything you just said because it's the main Mm. reason why I wanted to have this conversation now because I've been having a lot of people DM me and like having conversations with me about like, oh, I feel like I know my purpose now. I'm just struggling to like go for it. And I'm kind of like, then you don't know what your purpose is. You feel like you understand that you have an assignment now and you're struggling to confront and navigate that. But if you really understood purpose, purpose is all about being purposeful, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. Um, But also, okay, so let me kind of take a step back. The first thing you said about like some people's purpose is to be average. It sounds very, very harsh, but I do think I kind of take something from that, which is purpose is not necessarily about like you said the big b big p purpose and what is the entire meeting meaning of my whole life Mm. because i think we put pressure on ourselves right now Mm. to know what our whole life is meant to have been about and we only then apply ourselves to things which we feel like fit into that way of thinking so i'm not going to take that job because i don't think it fits into my purpose but that job could possibly equip you with the skills you need for the next thing right we see purpose as 
if I discover my purpose now, that's what I'm going to be doing from now to forever. Right. And it, it somehow always conveniently takes the form of a business or an organization or something like that. And oh, it's like, man. you actually don't, purpose it doesn't necessarily <laughs> mean lead or it doesn't necessarily mean be an entrepreneur. It doesn't it even like mean that. start. Sometimes discovering your purpose is more so what is my position for right now? And the reason why I say that is, okay, I think to us as Christians, right? And I feel like this, the sense of purpose really mm. is um, linked to like, I guess a spiritual search of like why you are here and mm. if there is greater mm-hmm. use to you. But I think about purpose in our lens and I think we all become very, you know, obsessed with why did God put me on this earth? What am I here to do? What's my mission right now? And it's like, you might not have a big mission for you. Your whole life might not be one mission because you're going to find yourself in different situations. If you become so attached to this idea that my purpose is to start this business and to, you know, affect and um, enact this much change through this business. So does that mean when you go home and you're not CEO, but your mom, you're not purposeful anymore? Or like that's not purpose? Yeah, or yeah, yeah. does it mean that, you know, when you're doing your little side hustle stuff is that just a distraction from your big p purpose or do you know you know i guess some people get riddled in this feeling that like all the stuff i'm doing now has to link to this thing that i believe my purpose is and it's like no actually right now to be purposeful is to approach this position that you're in and say what's my position in this bigger picture of what's happening right now Mm -hmm. right so if i find and i discover within myself that hey you know what i have a real um desire to see women empowered and equipped right that's my desire if that is my purpose I should also be happy to slip myself into somebody else's vision there we go I should also be happy to help and lend a helping hand is it really purpose if you can't be a follower and not a leader is Mm. it really a desire Mm. is it really a pain point if you can t- if you can't take any credit do you get what i mean or and if you struggle with that Absolutely. is it really purpose if you can't just be a part and not the it do you get what i mean and Absolutely. not the only one and i think some people think i have to be the one to lead that change because that's my grand purpose and it's like no you have to be a part of the change that's the purpose right and i think this this very individualistic approach that we have had to purpose. purpose has meant that we cannot even tackle bigger issues that we claim to be p- passionate about mm-hmm. because we do not know how to move as a collective yeah. because we're all trying to achieve our individual purposes and it's like actually maybe the fact that you realize that your your purpose is to be a part if you realize that your purpose is to be a part then maybe i can join with you to make our parts click together so that we can actually achieve the overarching purpose which is this goal this aim this initiative whatever Mm -hmm, it may mm -hmm, be mm -hmm, um but if we cannot collaborate i i think to myself how many people have not achieved purpose or a sense of fulfillment because they are missing the connecting pieces to their realization of what they were actually made for Right. right we need to actually kill this individualism we have created. And I think capitalism is a great thing to bring into this conversation because capitalism is rife with individualism, um, especially if it's done wrong. Like, I think once you get to that toxic place of everyone's navigating things individually, Mm. everyone's greater aim becomes to be on top, to be the leader, to be the one with the most. And it's like, when it comes to purpose, if you really want to achieve something, you have to embrace that you're not all of it even those who do have a leading role Mm. and who are the people who make the organizations and do start the businesses they are still just a piece they are still just a part um and i i find it so interesting when i hear people who are like oh this is my purpose and it's like your purpose sounds like her purpose too why don't you just join forces because my purpose is to start this specific idea and what i'm doing okay but when you start that idea it's just going to be you working on it and it's only going to impact two people in the world but if you join forces with her you could maybe impact 20,000 people but you don't want to do that because your purpose people don't want to people that don't kill me because that's what you- <laughs> your purpose i guess says that no they, look they, we definitely need to, this whole individualistic think mode of thinking right and this is actually why tms is so like mm. near and dear to me to courtney to us plural because 
there is no way that we would have achieved any of this or created this community without each other, but also without you sisters that are actually listening. Like we don't see ourselves as like the pioneers or the champions of this community. We see ourselves as also the followers too, because we're following a lot of the wisdom that we've got gleaned from some of our sisters that we know in real life, as well as our online community. It's a reciprocal Um, type of relationship and i think that we need to apply that kind of thinking with our purpose Mm. because we need to think about what is the most efficient way possible if i really care about the things i say i care about what is the most efficient way to get there even if it makes me feel uncomfortable we have glamorized purpose we have glamorized it into this thing that's all about being self-made which is synonymous with business which is synonymous with being a self-starter in some kind of entrepreneurial um place and that's not a bad thing but it's not everyone's thing that's good it's actually not everyone's thing it's not everybody's calling it's not necessary to always be at the forefront of a movement Mm. to have impact in fact when i think of some of the biggest like for example activist movements a lot of the forgotten names are the people that had the biggest impact yeah when i think of this is such a classic example but somebody like um rosa parks yeah she wasn't the first person to do a bus boycott like come on she wasn't come on she actually wasn't yeah. or when i think of you know your martin luther kings like they've done some amazing things yeah, but, but they, they also the precisely they were not the only people there's so many the, the legacy of the forgotten mm. Ooh, is one that good. really does need to be studied and this is not to say work purely to be forgotten mm. but it's more so to understand that purpose is outside of fame yeah it's outside of fortune yeah it's outside of critical acclaim yeah okay these are not things that we need to equate with purpose racking up achievements and racking up accolades doesn't mean that you're in purpose and that's literally what i was thinking about we need to get to a point where for purpose for us is about accomplishing the mission more than it is about the accolade mm. I want to see this thing happen right. in the earth. I need to see this thing happen in my community. I need to see this thing happen in my family. I don't care if people ascribe it to me if I see the thing. Right. That's it. But a lot of us are not, we're not in love with that. We're in love with the glory. Yep, we're glory. in love with the applause. We're in love with the, oh my God, you did that. You know, it's it's like I think to myself, like when we have these conversations about generational curses and I was listening to this guy's testimony and he was like, listen, but you see me here, I'm standing on this stage, right? And you guys clap for me. But this wouldn't have been possible if my mom wasn't on her knees praying for me, mm. right? But no one's going to clap for her because she was interceding or she was praying for exactly. me or she was teaching me. Like, no one's going to do that because that's a, it's a uncelebrated role. It's, a, it's something that doesn't really, really get acclaim. But that's why we are here, right? But my mom also doesn't come running onto this stage like, clap for me, I'm the one who did this. Because for her, the glory is the fact I'm standing on mm-hmm, this stage. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. even if it's not her, she knows it's because of what she's Absolutely. done. Right? And so I think for us, we need to be okay to not get the glory for everything that we do as long as we see our mission accomplished, Right? The other thing with it is I think a lot of us approach and I, I kind of want to take it to the next point of, mm. OK, but well, what if you know what you're passionate about, mm-hmm. but now you're fearful to do something about it? I think that's where we we have to confront the idea of if you're if you consider your cause and if you consider your purpose worthy and it's actually set your soul on fire, not that it just excites you because you feel like, ah, oh, this is, you know, bring me the accolades. But if it actually sets your soul on fire, mm-hmm. you will push past the fear. You got to get up. B- because you have that feeling of I've got to get up. You must get up. I don't. And this is why I understand why people are trying to push the thing of purpose, because once you have a sense of not even just purpose, but a sense of duty, mm. a sense of, a fire and a passion inside of you that is powerful because that wakes you up in the morning 100%. to get stuff you gotta done go. you gotta go do you get like what you i can't mean just be sitting no 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 no. look look here <laughs> <laughs> let me can i level with you for a second let me level with you for a second having that kind of fire mm-hmm. is a rarity in this world mm. and let me tell you why we are currently in a world of instant gratification mm-hmm. we're currently in a world of short attention spans we are currently in a world where a lot of people get bored very, very easily. easily so for you to find something that continues to wake you up day after day something that continues to afflict you mm. as well because many of us think of purpose as something that's like quite positive, right? It's always like, oh, positive impact, you know, like, yay, ride out for things that I care about, people I care about, all that kind of stuff. Purpose can sometimes be an affliction because you're dealing with heavyweight things that need to be solved. 
some of the problems associated with your purpose are a matter of life and death. Oh my God. When I think of the people, like even when I think of like some of the work that we do with women, right? It's not just a, we're here to make women feel good. We're here to ensure women's safety. Come on. That's a matter of life or death. There are some people that are working in industries that are a matter of life or death. There are people that are working with groups of communities that are in life or death situations. situations. You need that kind, some of us need that kind of affliction because that's what keeps us going. Yeah. Knowing that, that there sobriety. are people. That's sobriety. Jeez. Because it's not a small thing. Mm-mm. When you know that people's lives are dependent on your capacity to actually engage with your purpose, mm. there's nothing that there's nothing quite like it that wakes mm. you up. Especially if it's a purpose that's connected to an experience that resonates with you. Yeah, that's good. If it's something that you have experienced. That's good. If it's something that's afflicted some of your family members yeah. or a friend or something like that, you know the effects of inaction. Yeah. You know the effects of when people stand by. You know what happens when nobody is there to stand in the yeah. gap. Therefore, yeah. You will wake up very early or very late or whenever, whatever hour it's, you know, some of you is 3 a.m. Some of you is 3 p.m. Whatever hour of the day you need to wake up, you need, you know that you need to get going because it is a matter of life and death. Okay. And this isn't to put too much pressure on you. This is to say, if you don't deal with the burden you're feeling right now, somebody else going to feel the burden and deal with it. But the work needs to be done. And there's a scripture in the Bible that talks about how the harvest is plenty, but the workers are few, Mm. right? And I feel like you have to understand that when we're talking about impacting like big things and not even just big picture stuff, even things in your own life, if you're going to stop a certain cycle or, you know, you're going to be the one who learns about health in your family or um, who implements better, you know, relational habits and better um, kills the toxic relationships that happens between mother and daughter, every generation in your family, whatever it may be. Um, you're going to have to do a whole bunch of work. Bunch. You're going to have to be a laborer (laughs) like you're you're actually gonna have to be a laborer and as uncomfortable as that is we need to remind ourselves that purpose is not glamorous Mm. however it is worth doing the laboring Mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. because the harvest is there like it's actually you can make it like once you and the thing is i love how it talks about laborers as in plural because it's like it's not that there's not one laborer it's that we need laborers if the laborers are few you're gonna have too little that there are too little a number of people doing a big work that actually is ineffective right they're not going to be able to get all the change done Mm, that actually mm -hmm, could mm -hmm. be done if there were more laborers Mm -hmm. and so it's not that oh these are big picture issues and like it's you know once we once when we talk about like the big women issues which we want to confront we just look like two young girls who are trying to confront the world and we're like but that's the reason why we have a sisterhood because we know we can't do a big harvest with two laborers it's not happening we need a global community of laboring where women. Is, where is the expertise coming from? <laughs> where are the skills? Even when I think of laborers, right? Yeah. There's going to be some people in the front that are, they're, they're hacking at it. Yeah. You know, they're getting that thrashing. stuff. Thrashing. <laughs> there's going to be some people operating the tractors on the side. Yeah. I think there's also that, right? Recognizing that even in purpose, there are people that have different parts to play. Difference. We are all parts of a body that's Come working. On. Okay. Like, a body cannot function simply with the brain. It mm. needs the heart. It needs the nervous system. It mm. needs understanding that you are part of that. Those connected tissues, those connected organs is important because it also takes the pressure off. As you yeah. were saying, when we think of, oh, I'm going to be the one to break generational curses <laughs> in my family, baby, sweetheart. I don't want to be the one to tell you, Boo. but in order to break generational curses in your family, you're going to need your family. Some of you are trying to if break you those. Don't <laughs> say that again, Renee Kapuki. <laughs> if you don't say that again, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Because it hurts. She said, if you want to break generational curses, you're going to need your family. You will need your family. The people that you're trying to ostracize yourself from, it actually starts with them. When we think of breaking generational curses, we think. There's the whole classic narrative of when I have kids, I'm going to do better. I know better. I'm going to do better. Um, I'm going to make money. I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to be self-made, all of that kind of stuff. Understand that your tree did not simply appear as branches. It has roots. And you can never quite disconnect from those roots. If you can't disconnect from those roots, what's the smart thing to do? Nurture. Mm, 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 If mm. your roots are shriveled, what does it need? Water. Water. You need to go back 
before you go and decide I'm growing this, I'm growing that, I'm growing that, your foundation, yeah, you need to go back to go forward. To the tree. Do you know what I mean? And sometimes things will not completely be broken with you. Sometimes mm. it's not about you completely unshackling. Mm. Sometimes it's understanding you might have to pass that relay on and that's also okay. That's you, you haven't failed. Because go. I can bet that there's probably some things that our parents' generation wanted to break, but they didn't manage to quite do it. So they had to hand the relay the, over and to somebody else. I always else. say it, our parents, like for them, what a, a seed of that was moving a precisely, country precisely. do you get what i mean it's like okay maybe i didn't get the education but i'm gonna take this one suitcase <laughs> and i'm gonna go somewhere <laughs> where i know these kids that I'm <laughs> it's always a one suitcase i came here with one Man. bag and i'm gonna go where they can get an education you know or something like that and i think there's another scripture in the bible that talks about sorry i keep bringing this up because i've been thinking word. about it a lot yeah um, yeah, but yeah. there's a scripture that says um that I think it's a polis planted, pool watered, and it's God that brought the increase. Mm. And I think it's important to see how when it comes to harvesting or making chase or change or seeing increase, there may actually be one person that plants that didn't get to water mm. and another person who didn't plant but has to water. But at the end of the day, there's an increase coming. It didn't come from either of them. Mm. But if none of them, if Apollos hadn't put in the seed, if or it might be the other way around. Mm. Um, but if one person didn't put in the seed, there'll be no seed to water. Yeah. And if somebody didn't do the watering, there'll just be a seed in the ground. You know, so it's really two people who have to say, it may not have started with me, but I'm going to do the work to continue it. But I think of how many of us keep wanting to put new seeds into the ground. And now we just have a whole field filled with seed and nobody watering it. You know, nobody's, how are you going to increase if no one's going to water the seed in the ground? You know, and if everyone's approach is just to put new seed in the ground. Honestly, and also control the harvest. Mm. Because I think there's something, there's something also kind of insidious about the fact that when we think of like the the height of success, lots of money, lots of fame, lots of power. Mm. And people like to believe that when they get to these heights of power, that they will remain righteous, yeah. that they will remain, yeah. you know, they are the solution to the world's problem. <laughs> Unfortunately, we have seen many go before us and many continue after us, whereby this whole, once I get to the top, I'll be different, is just not quite true. Yeah. Because you realize that the, actual structure with which you operate in is problematic mm. so it's not enough to control the harvest or control the direction of the harvest it's to make it as plentiful as possible mm. so that multiple multiple folks can eat that's good okay like what good is there in having a harvest if you can't share it with people that you mm. care about it's just not as tasty yeah. personally like i love like good food same i love 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 good food and i'm a baker yeah. i love to bake and i tend to over bake because mm. i come from a big family and i'm just used to making bigger portions shall we have sizes. like 15 brownies <laughs> in this house if you want a brownie please come to our house because <laughs> <Not even. laughs> i mean dead out serious like who knows next event if i pop up with brownies shall, every time i bake there's always lots of food you can only enjoy it up until a point mm eventually like the good of baking and the the real enjoyment that i find in baking is knowing that there's people that i can share it with. yeah so it's like oh i've made brownies oh courtney's around yeah. she'll have some brownies or blondies or like somebody is around that i can share it with or like if someone drops in it's like okay yeah. you can now have this what good is this material stored Oh, what good. good is your fruit stored because some of you have watered your seeds and you have actually you got fire. good produce it's that late evening you know, late <laughs> oh yeah night. late night recording late alert night recording. <laughs> so if you hear some silly stuff it's just first the wisdom you know what good is it to store up these fruits to spoil knowing mm. that you can't enjoy all of them and even that's the problem with capitalism of today yeah. how often will we hear all of these things about like you know homeless folks don't have enough to eat or there's just not enough food for folks when there are literally thousands of stores that are making food that goes to I'm waste every single out. day yeah, throwing yeah, it that's out good. what's the point in creating fruit that can't be shared mm. some of you guys are interested in creating fruit for yourselves not knowing that you're going to have an overspill and hoarding it is just going to cause spoil yeah and it's not even the kind of spoil that can be reharvested into no, the earth that's not, the worst done. thing it's finished it's done it's not you can't even make it into that's compost so good. <laughs> <laughs> no it's no it's of no good that is so good Girl, so then i guess to talk night. about the the practical steps then because i love that you brought up and it's why i wanted to talk about it mm. um for this episode there is a nut once you discover your purpose or you discover your passion or you discover a cause which you think is worthy of your efforts and your time and mm. your dedication 
how do you actually get equipped to that deal with it? Excellent. Yeah, question. because it's not just about discovery, it's mm-hmm. about doing. Yeah, it is. How do you actually get equipped with the resources, the knowledge, all of the anything that you need? How do you do that? How do you actually equip yourself to enact purpose, mm. essentially? So the first thing that I like to start with is once I have got a sense of the things that I really care about mm. or, you know, my passion, I've got wind of my passions, I do my research. Mm. I do my re- There's too many of us that are going in blind Ooh, and good. too many of us that are investing in one kind of source. Right rather than casting your net far and wide right. in order for you to streamline you have to go wide mm, first mm, mm, mm. in order for you to figure out what works you've got to keep testing yeah you've got to keep testing yeah. you've got to yeah. figure out what works for you and i think that it's so important to experiment yeah. especially when you're in the beginning phases or the early phases so and diversify the things that you consume the content that you consume so that you can develop your own particular voice on the matter concerning your purpose Mm. so many of us part of the problem with like purpose and like these purpose conferences and stuff like that is it dictates to you the one way Mm. when a good teacher will encourage you to go out as opposed to just come in so good that's how you can um test for a good teacher a good teacher encourages you to learn to pick up new skills encourages you to engage with different sources Mm -hmm. encourages you to cast your net far and wide so that you may be able to streamline if people are telling you mine is the only way that is successful i could be the only teacher that is a red flag and you should run for the hills (laughs) you should pack your bag and run in fact you shouldn't even take your shoes off you should (laughs) run and you know Go for the hills. Yeah. Like, don't don't be around. So really figure out, like, okay, what are the ways that I can, you know, diversify the knowledge that I consume concerning the issues that I really mm. care about? Or it might be, like, a thing that you know that you do really, really well. How can I continue to actually understand more about right, it and so then get better, better at it? Okay? So, like, I'm thinking about if you are somebody that's, like, a... Um, you have a particular skill. Um, I'm going to use writing, for example, because yeah. I love writing. That is a passion of mine. Yeah. And I genuinely believe that one part of my purpose yeah. is to use my writing for good. Oh, an excellent writer. <laughs> excellent writer. Published author soon, I hear, actually. Oh, I hear on the grapevine. Oh, my gosh. I hear on the grapevine <laughs> that there's a certain book coming out. It's called the TMS book. TMS. It's written by to these my two, sisters. two a wonderful... Guide sisterhood? A sisterhood? Something along those Building lines. Yeah, I heard, it on the, I heard it on the grapevine crazy scenes insane anyways when those details come out i'm sure we'll hear about it first so when we hear <laughs> we'll let you know, we'll let you know. <laughs> but i'll use something like writing which is, has been my passion for like years mm. like since i was a kid i used to write stories mm. for folks for my friends and stuff like that it was always using my writing for good but it was through experimentation and through really like trying to get as much knowledge as possible on the different types of writing that i could use for good that actually made me better at enacting Mm. my purpose then i was able to actually like streamline okay what are the ways in which i can use my writing for good or what are the ways that i can use my writing to equip myself with a better understanding of how i can get to my ultimate good so it's not even necessarily that i was always writing you know writing about women or like that kind of stuff it was my writing now became a tool as part of enacting my purpose but yeah it's doing things like that Mm. and really diversifying the content you consume going and searching far and wide it might even be people right right? it might be using the people that you have around you at your disposal to learn more learn from the expertise of people around you as well there's so many people that i looked to and continue to look to as like champions of living in their purpose or enacting their purpose and it's not even necessarily they have to be doing the exact same thing as you although that may help but it might be understanding the strategies with which they enact their purpose That's good. so it you know mentors for example it might be folks um that are family members that have done really really well it might be people that are within your friendship group or within your professional network understanding okay cool it's clear they have a headline it's clear they have a purpose these are the steps that they've taken to enact their purpose what can i do to adopt this strategy to help with mine That's so, good. so doing that is also helpful in terms of like practically um enacting that purpose another thing that i would say is partner up partner up people love to do up oh my purpose is and then hide (laughs) i'm shy i don't want to tell you the details because i (laughs) think i'm shy that's Um, an idea that ain't a purpose because purpose you won't stop raving about it evil eye no renee renee i can't evil 
Oh, evil. <laughs> what a mess. She said, I oh, am evil. Ah. Yeah. If I could just tear your eye, because I'm so bad. If I hear evil eye and I got haters, and if I hear that rubbish yeah, again, let too many you don't care about your purpose moves. enough. Ooh. You don't care about your purpose enough. Because if you're living a life in purpose, you will definitely have haters. You must. There will be somebody that dislikes you. Yeah. There is somebody that is actually even actively against you. But you'll definitely need helpers. 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 In fact, some of the people that you think will be your haters are your biggest helpers. The greatest of them. The greatest of them. The greatest of them. When I think of something like TMS, in fact, forget TMS. When I think of the grander vision mm. that we have mm. concerning women, mm. I knew already that this purpose was something that was too great. Mm. And sometimes it is through analyzing the people that you have around you first that you come to realize what your purpose is. Oh, come on, school us. Because I love women mm. and I care about women, but it became a burden, burden. through my relationship with Courtney. Right. It really became a burden. It was like, wow, I have been blessed with someone like Courtney. Mm. I have seen what she has gone through. I have seen what I have gone through. And I've seen the way that we have supported each mm. other as well as in the wider scheme of our friendship. It was through this experience with this person that I realized I have a burden for mm. women. Some of you don't necessarily need to go outside to find your purpose. Some of you need to start looking inside mm. and looking around you mm. to get some clues as to what, you're, what you care about. There are clues. Okay, there are clues. The people in your life, I'm such a big believer of, sometimes the helpers in your life don't just help you get to your vision, but help you to articulate your vision. That's good. So don't be afraid. And they grab, tease it out of they you. They tease it out of you. Don't be afraid. Like before TMS was articulated, there were several late night sessions that me and Courtney had, not even just thinking about, oh, where does TMS go? But more so, what do we want to do with our lives? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Amidst all of the nonsense we were talking, right? We were having those deep life talks. Mm. You need to get into the habit of sharing your life with other people so because it's only in those moments that it becomes apparent to you what are the things that you care yeah. about deeply to the point where it's like you're able to share that with somebody yeah. else. So it might not even necessarily be just a case of figuring out by myself, oh my gosh, what do I want to do in my life? How am I yeah, going to enact yeah, it? But yeah. Go to the people you have around so you. Good. Go to your friends. Go to the mantles that you already have established in your yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. They might be the lamps under your feet that mm. you didn't know mm. were there. You are preaching they it. Were there. They wow. were there. Look at your friends. So good. I look at Courtney sometimes and this baby's a reflection. She just reflects exact. I'm just like, yeah, okay, cool. Wow. And I actually now have some, a motivation that's outside of myself. Mm. It's like, I now have somebody that I know is dependent on me to fulfill mm. this joint purpose. Yeah, I have yeah, accountability. Yeah. Yeah. When I think of community as well, it's like, I, when, when I show up for TMS or when both of us show up for yeah. TMS, it's not just the, oh, I want to do this for the recognition mm -mm. or anything like that. We know there are people that depend on us. <laughs> yeah. We know that there's people that's yeah. going to stamp on our heads if there ain't an episode <laughs> out. Or we ain't <laughs> sharing something in that Do you know how many times I've scurried home on a Sunday <laughs> evening? I mean? Sorry, guys. Peace out. Gotta go. Podcast. <laughs> Podcast. Yeah. There are times where we have had to struggle. And undoubtedly, there are some of you that have had to struggle, okay, yeah. for your purpose. Get a helper. You so need them. Good. And then the last thing I'll say, because no, I've spoken go ahead, a lot. Go the ahead. last thing that I'll say is anticipate problems. Come purpose is not going to be fun some of you are abandoning your purposes because you it got hard Ooh, life you are is coming hard in Fam, i'm telling you it's late hours, <laughs> late hours. <laughs> life is hard that is a fact i don't want anyone to tell you that life there will be seasons of yeah, these and there will be seasons of hardness anticipates that there will be seasons where the harvest does not come yeah and it is your job to ride it through the storm because not every weather will be sunny yeah and i think that's part of the problem with when we think about like purpose yeah. self-made narratives and stuff like that we get the rosy parts yeah. we get that the harvest has come yeah. okay that's the motivation yeah you need to be able to stay motivated when you can't see the end, when it gets dark outside, yeah. when you're tired, when you don't feel like it anymore, when things are not working in Come your on. good, you need to be able to Come overcome it. On. When I think of something like TMS, TMS is not always good for mm, us. Mm, Sometimes mm, we are tired. Mm -hmm. Sometimes there are things we have to sacrifice in yeah. order to get this done. Yeah. Sometimes there are times where I'm just like, look, I'm not feeling it. Yeah. But we have to hype ourselves up and, and fan those done. flames. Yeah, and you give it your you all. You have to give it your all. Yeah. Like there's no, yes, there are excuses in the sense of 
bad things will also happen, yeah. right? There will be obstacles in your way. Yeah. There will be people in your yeah. way. There will be bad experiences that come your way. Yeah. That will not thwart your purpose. Mm. I'm a t- I don't know who I'm speaking to mm. right now today that's listening mm-hmm. that has given mm-hmm. up on their purpose and given up on the things that they really care about yeah. because some financial setback came yeah. or some uh, breakup occurred or somebody um, died and you're so going through a grieving process. Yeah. At the end of the end, yeah. your purpose is still there. It's still in your heart. It's still a burden in your heart. And yeah. I just want to encourage you right now that in the midst of it all, you have been perfectly created and shaped to fulfill that purpose. And there is nobody that can do it like you. Come you are on. a missing piece of a wider puzzle. There we and go. I urge you and implore you to pick up that piece and start going again. I will land the plane there. Woo! Land the plane there. Oh, if you would like to give a special offering. If you would like to give a special offering, please off open the description box. There will be a just giving link. Good. There we go. If you just, uh, you know, throw your offerings. If you want to support our purpose. There you go. Ah, there we go. If you want to be a part of the bigger picture. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? Everything you just said was flames. Like so, so, so good. Um, And it's true. Everything you said is true. Because at the end of the day, like, I love that you started with actually getting equipped by being masterful in a skill because whatever it is you're called to because the thing is there's big p purpose Mm, or you know mm. the bigger picture whatever but there will be different assignments in that right sometimes you know you you need to put your hands to different things or different people will have need of you to make impact in some sort of way the question is are you coming equipped with value to give right is it that people are like oh we have a need of you renee we need you to write xyz we need you to write this research report and you're like i ain't written a research i ain't even looked at research in three years and it's like okay on to the next person honestly you know and then you've missed out on a part um on the ability to be a part of something or to give help to something which needed your help and i think it's important for us as women to stay equipped Mm -hmm. stay ready you know you have what you're good at don't just see what you're good at as okay well what's this you know i've got this skill it doesn't really mean anything other people are here building you know fortune 500 companies but somebody is in need of what your hands can do someone is in need of what your minds can do somebody's in need of what your you what you think how you speak the way you take care of people somebody is in need of you and don't like dismiss anything as too small that it shouldn't be nurtured and it shouldn't be mastered because somebody is of need in need of it and when Mm. the time comes when they have need of it be equipped to give it (laughs) be equipped to give it um even like in the lives of our friends right we know I got to stay. It's not that we can't have a day off. It's not that whatever. But if your friend knows if I'm in trouble, this is who I go to. Mm. If that day of travel comes and you're not equipped, now what? And people may say, oh, but that's a lot of pressure. But purpose is pressure. Purpose is pressure. But you don't crumble under that pressure, not because, you know, you're also tough, tough and, you know, you've got this toxic strength about you, mm-hmm. but because, you know, I am equipped for this. Right. And I knew that this was going to be hard. And I knew that this was a big issue that we were fighting. But thankfully, I'm not doing it alone. I'm not doing it under equipped. I'm not doing it without resources around me. And I'm not doing it from a space of naivety. Mm-hmm. Though there is pressure, I will not be crushed. You have to resolve that in yourself. Yes, there is pressure, but I will not be crushed. And once you have that mindset of, okay, you know what? This Once you get that understanding as well, you will remember why oh. you need other people around you fortifying you. Because you cannot approach this on your own. Too many of us are starting things and the things we're starting aren't getting off the ground because we don't have enough momentum because we're running alone. Jeez. Okay? You need Jeez. to gain people around you community people who can pour into you people who can give you their insight people who have done it before failed at it can tell you where they went wrong got the t-shirt to prove it Mm. and coach you in the right direction to get it right you need advice you need counsel you need resources you need help you need other people's energy because let me tell you something even when it comes to like doing tms or doing the the work that we do Mm. there are times where i'm like renee i ain't ain't got much to give (laughs) i i'm telling you now as we sit in this meeting, I don't actually even know what's going on. Mm. This is your time to shine. <laughs> <laughs> 
and vice arise. versa arise <laughs> this is your time to shine and um, and also being comfortable letting your sister take that lead mm-hmm. and letting mm-hmm. them shine right and letting them take the lead and lead you and being able to hand over the reins and be like you're better at this Honest- than me oh. please do it oh Courtney sometimes look sometimes purpose right the assignment underneath your purpose is to fall back. Yeah. Fall back. We sometimes think of purpose as, oh, we're charging along. We're always in the front and stuff like that. Sometimes it's in that moment of, I can see you're shining mm. here. I'm going to do my best to make sure that I am a supporting character so in this show. Good. Sometimes we actually need to be in the ensemble cast. Mm. I think of like, um, you know, being part of a choir. Everybody has their part to play for the music to sound good. Yeah. <laughs> Even though everyone thinks they need to be the choir director, or they need to be the person that is leading. Doing the solo. You know, doing the solo. But sometimes the harmony mm. is what is the most important Come thing. On. The harmony. That's a word. So right be sensitive to what the assignments are in the journey of an act in your purpose. Mm. Because it will surprise you that your part to play may not always be in the front so but may good. in fact be on the side or in so the back good. and that is okay Ooh. i'm gonna leave it there wow 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 <laughs> we're gonna leave it there leave wow that. wow again i charge you if you would like to give an offering there is a just giving link in the description Honestly, make a Julie. donation to a cause we care about Please. if you appreciate the work we do this is the thing look sisters Omar <laughs> ah, let's talk figures let's talk money because yeah. Omar we've been pouring out and we're yeah. not even asking money of you yeah we're, we're not, not asking, asking you to, to give, give us, us money. no we're not asking, asking for that no 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 we're no, asking no. you to give sisters in our community there we go the resourcing yeah. okay we're really doing this whole equip community them. equip oh, I see what you did there we're really doing this community economy yeah. and for community economy to work we need community and economy, economy. <laughs> <laughs> sisters we hope that you have enjoyed this episode we hope that it gave you the help the resource and the information that you needed to approach your week purposefully okay if you would like to chime in on this conversation please leave a comment here on youtube or you can come and follow us over on instagram at to my sisterhood you can also follow us at to my sisterhood on twitter and tiktok and even to my sisters on linkedin because what professional base professional base but if you want to follow our individual glowing and growing journeys you can follow the lovely lady on my left on my right <laughs> i could be on your left and your right i'm all right, baby. <laughs> call me surround sound <laughs> the lovely lady on my right who came and spit absolutely Facts today at Renee Kapuku, and you can come and follow myself at CD Boating. Absolutely, and don't forget that if you want to be part of the community that is enacting their purpose, you want to sign up to our mailing list. Hallelujah! If you want to sign up to our mailing list, the link will be in the show notes (laughs) and in the YouTube description below. So join our weekly mailing list www.tomysisters.com. And also, if you would like to get some help with your journey, you know, a little bit of that psychological help, (laughs) you know, be going through it, betterhelp.com. Um, forward slash to my sisters. sisters all right all right sisters i believe they call that a wrap with no bacon so <laughs> <laughs> as is the standard as you are going about your day of enacting your purpose what's the saying i believe those two internet sisters be saying all the time something along the lines of keep, keep glowing, glowing and, and growing, growing. <laughs> <laughs>